Spears. Damn you, old man! It's funny because whenever my wife calls me, um, if she calls me Mark, I'm like, I think I did something wrong. <laughs> so I can tell. Like, yeah. usually it's just either babe or poop, and it's like, okay. But if she calls me Mark, I'm like, eh, Yeah, know. it's sort of like what moms do when they oh, like yeah. the full version of your name. Uh-huh. You know something's up. All right, so um, welcome to the Old Man Wade Show. I'm your host, the God of Stubborn Road of Laughter, Old Man Wade. And we have reoccurring guest... Kim the Red Dot from Hey <laughs> That's me. <laughs> and uh her hubby Hubs. <laughs> or Randall. <laughs> uh, Fine. You can call me Hub. Okay, I think that's the only way the world knows me now, so that'll work. Uh if you need me to edit out your name, I I will. So. No, it's fine, man. Honestly, I'm easy. Uh thank you both for doing this. Uh yeah. the last time you were on here. It, like people love the episode, they loved you, and but you also have a really good following, oh. so everyone's like, "Oh, she's on something! I need to hear it!" So I appreciate you coming <laughs> on again, um, especially with the roller coaster of a year you've had with the comics, with life, with COVID, um, your um, stint with everything going on with you. So I understand like it's been incredibly busy, and now the world, I guess, is kind of going back to normal. I think we're kind of forcing it. Wood on that one, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll take it. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I, I've had enough. Like, I'm still weirded out by people not wearing masks, and, like, I still go everywhere with one. And my wife's like, you know we don't have to wear one. I said, yeah, but I don't trust you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the last time that they lifted the mask mandate, everyone was like, just like, hey, we're free. And then, like, three weeks later, Delta came around and just switched it all back. So, yeah, I'm just counting it. It was like, cool, cool. I'll bring the mask, but... Um, I'm probably going to put it back on sooner or later. I just like hiding my adult acne. That's <laughs> it's a very nice uh, excuse nowadays. I do have one of my the servers that, that works for me. Um, she actually said that she didn't want to go back to not wearing a mask because she didn't wear her uh, she didn't wax her mustache yet. <laughs> I have hidden. That's true. She's like, I don't want to have to wax my mustache. This mask is thirty cents. Yeah, I don't. And like then I don't have to like worry about my mustache. I just kind of just yeah, let it go. Uh, yeah. So what was um? So we and actually this was a topic um, you wanted to talk about, Kim, and about like just mm-hmm. getting back to I guess like the closest thing to normalcy that we've had in about two years. So how is that like? What's that been like an adjustment for you? Uh, pretty much like what you said. I don't go anywhere without a mask, and I. I <laughs> this sounds like the opposite of what I should be doing. But I went to Disneyland on Monday and I wore, I was like the one out of a hundred people wearing a mask and it was so crowded because it's spring break. I guess, yeah, it's weird. It's just all these things that we have in place. Like they still have stickers on the ground of staying six feet apart, but no one's wearing a mask. No one's, I don't know. It feels like everything we've done just got thrown out the window. Social distance is a euphemism. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's a social construct. Yeah. Oh, I miss. I've already like gone to the grocery store a bunch, and like people are like right behind me. And I'm like, please, just invisible mm-hmm. bubble, just <laughs> right. So we're all finding out what kind of introvert we actually all really were, because like, so for me, uh, the social distance was kind of comforting, like just knowing people weren't up in my grill all the time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's kind of disconcerting when you have a bunch of people that are just very frantically okay with being next to you again. And that's that's a weird adjustment for me anyway. Yeah. And and unfortunately, like you said, like with uh, the stuff, the issues like you've had, um, in in the Kim, like with your job not understanding that like, hey, my, my husband is the most important part of my life. So if you don't get the fact that I need to be next to him then <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah, it's just that I think that pisses me off the most is how people just so easily sweep what happened under the rug. Like, I think Hubs and I can both agree we're still coming to terms with how fucking close to death (laughs) you were. And then, like, going back to work, three months later, my husband's still underweight and recovering, and my boss is like, oh, well, 
whoever gets it gets it and I guess it's just too bad like fuck you like I was working while my husband was on a ventilator and you did it no I'll go I'll go down a rabbit hole sorry (laughs) go down a rabbit hole get it off your chest if you want to because honestly like I thought what you did was brave just kind of just going you know what you're not going to treat me like this um I'm not going to like if you want to tell the story about what happened and like I remember you saying Oh, I stood up to a bu- uh, stood up to a bully today, and I'm proud of myself. Um, but now, but <laughs> now I'm looking for a job, and I laughed. Oh, yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is serious." Yeah. Well, it, the guy that I worked for is just a piece of shit, and anyone that's ever worked with him will tell you the same thing. Um, so I have no qualms bringing that up. But I I worked with this guy for years, and just listened to the comments about sexism, racism homophobic the guy was just awful but uh covid was around uh hubs works in hospitality so he was out of work and then he got sick and we needed the insurance so what else it's so easy to say go find another job but it's not especially when you already have those um those necessities being met so just grin and bear it until one day Ooh, i need a shaky (laughs) um one day he just made a comment and I saw red and I basically told him, you can't treat people like idiots and I'm tired of it. And he said, well, you can leave. And I said, you can fire me because I know my rights. He would have to pay my unemployment and uh, Cobra. He couldn't stand a woman standing up to him, walked away. And two hours later, then he fired me. So. <laughs> wow. Okay. It was good, but I, like my voice is shaky, and that's how it went down too. Like I can talk a big game when I'm behind my little phone here, but when it's in person, it's very intimidating. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, the, the way that I could probably like describe it, I, I think like from like because I know she's got like a massive emotional investment into it, but like being like the next person to hear from it, I always like think of it like the um, like a Thanksgiving table. You know what I mean? You have like this old racist grandpa that and everyone knows it's like let his racism die with him just just keep, eat your food you know what i mean and then like the moment when she's finally stood up because this guy literally he'll just like go on these like you know not getting politics in here the guy loves trump and like he'll, he'll just completely like just talk about how like like his side's right and everyone else is wrong and stupid and how women are dumb and um, you know, like they just—they should know their place. The guy really is like a misogynist character in a, in, a, in a Dickensian like novel. And without, I mean, if he had a mustache, it would be twisted up. Like there would literally be, yeah. I mean, like there's somewhere, some in some other universe where there's like a, a girl tied over train tracks, and he put her, and he put her there. Like that's this guy kind of villain level. And like the moment when she stood up for herself was like. Dad hit mom at the at the table, right? And everyone's just like acting like nothing happened, you know. Everyone's yeah. just like I was texting him, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" And, and the entire oh, office shit. got quiet, and no one said anything. And the guy was so stunned that someone stood up to him. He literally had no words; like he couldn't like execute like the "I'm the boss here." Like he literally never had it in his whole life. And it took him a lunch to gather the courage. And then he he so meekly said when he fired her. When he, he was so meekly, he's like, "I just." It was something to the effect of, I shan't be able to work with he you again. He said he didn't feel safe <laughs> with me in the office. That's what this 40-year-old man told my coworker, another 40-year-old man, I don't feel safe with this five-foot-five red-headed bitch. <laughs> he didn't say that. But, yeah, I had to cut my own severance check. <laughs> he didn't know how to do it. He didn't know how to fire her because she was that integral to the business. The, the best part about that is for all the misogyny and uh, fuckboy45 nonsense, like, he really couldn't even muster up the courage to be like, hey, you're fired. And that's, that yeah. itself tells me a lot about the people who have supported that asshole for four years mm-hmm. and still do, because it's like, talk a big game, but what happens when shit hits the He's head? got confronted once. Yeah, see, <laughs> but that's another thing about COVID that I kind of like. Like, all my fucks are gone. Like, I, I am done, like, being, I'm done being nice to people that don't deserve kindness. That were never kind to me, but I, I guess I found my backbone. She's, she's nice. She's inherently a good person. But she's, you know what the funny thing about that? That, is, that puppy. Yeah. 
it's funny about like being the nice person all the time and it does get it gets very tiring you get frustrated Mm -hmm. and just from someone who knows and i've actually had this conversation with one of my friends recently about the things we let go because either we feel like we want to fit in or you need a job or just like the um something i'm just learning about like imposter syndrome and then one day, like you said, someone just pushes that wrong button and you just it is like a, a coming of age almost. You're like, you know what? I don't actually have to put up with this shit. Fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> it's like a John Hughes movie. <laughs> just, that reads a passage. Yeah, I, I wish I, my voice didn't shake so much because I didn't cry. I didn't cry once. I almost cried when I after I cut my own check. <laughs> I was leaving I was telling my coworker goodbye and like it was just this weird awkwardness where it's like he heard the entire thing like you're being fired over something several men have done and called him a jackass and way worse things than I said besides don't be a jerk um and I almost cried then but I I think <laughs> I she should have had her Jerry Maguire moment <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, my fist up in the air, walking out. Just take the goldfish. <laughs> Who's with me? Yeah. I'm not gonna do. Ah, <laughs> oh, that would have that would have been fantastic, but unfortunately, <laughs> un- unfortunately ah. you know what I think a lot of it is too, because you bring it up that like a lot of the men can say something. He says mm-hmm. that he's intimidated by you, but I really think he's more scared of the men who can like really probably put him in a corner, and he's like, oh hey hey hey, nothing's gonna go on. exactly and but you turn it around like oh oh someone that's he had the audacity to say i used to be nice but now i just come in and work and leave i'm like okay (laughs) 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 i'm sorry i I don't want to kiss your ass you don't pay me enough do you know how great it is when i have co-workers that i don't like who just don't speak to me it is heaven that we don't oh, even yes. have to speak to each other. It's just like, oh, wow, we understand we don't like each other, so if it's not working, yeah. we, we just don't speak. That's yeah. I, I, give, I give respect to those people. Yeah. <laughs> you might not like them, but you get respect them for just leaving you alone. We both hate it here. We both hate it here. You hate mm-hmm. me. I hate you. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. <laughs> That's it. I'm not going to say where I work, but I work um, security for a hospital, and there was a, a dude who we just didn't like each other. But when we mm-hmm. had to go into a patient's room and things were dangerous, we had each other's back. And, mm-hmm. you know, I got the information from him. He got the information from me. He went one way. I went the other way. Problem solved. We don't have to like each other. We just have to respect each other. But it's yeah. also a little different when your boss is the one who's really being disrespectful. And he just doesn't get the idea that, one, from time A to time B, I, I have a job to do. And if you're one of the best workers and you don't really speak to anybody, that's even better because now it's not... A situation where it's like, well, Kim talks too much, and blah, 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 blah. you know what I mean? Like, he's like, all right, work's done, work's done. And I'm imagining that, like, after you left, he was like, oh shit, now we gotta fill her spot, <laughs> fill her spot. Now. Oh yeah, I, uh, he fired me at the worst time because I did all of HR, I did payroll, I paid all the bills, I literally did everything for that company, and he didn't. He repeatedly told me through the years, like, I should really learn how to do this, ha, 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 and never <laughs> learned anything. So he fired me at the end of the month, beginning of the month, when, like, $50,000 worth of bills were due in, like, two days. I've been <laughs> shocking for it. I feel yeah. happy about that. Sure. But, so, with that, because, um, with that happening... Because I remember, like, you know, maybe like a year prior to that, you were saying that one of the things you wanted to do was do your comic full time. You wanted to really, like, put, like, your passion into a, into, into financial gain. But you said, like, you couldn't because of, you know, X, Y, Z, and ABC. Mm-hmm. But this kind of pushed you over the edge to do it. And That's yeah. so um, What was that like? Because, like, I, like, I can't do that. It, like, it would scare the absolute shit out of me. Yeah. to make th- make this jump, but you did it, and you're doing it damn well. Well, thank you. Um, it's still kind of scary, because, like, we had security with the income from the comic, because I've been able to leave for a while now, but it's like, well, this is just double money, and we have hospital bills. <laughs> and yeah. It, it kind of saved us from ruin, but being able to take that leap has 
been a little terrifying knowing that, all right, if you're not funny or if you're not sexy, <laughs> you, you might have to find new work. So it's been good and a little bit sobering trying to make what was a hobby into something serious. Does that make sense? Yeah. It absolutely yeah. does because, like, like you said, it was, was, it was once a hobby that, that you know, that, that bared fruit, which is great. And you've adapted mm. to the bullshit um, Instagram algorithms that everybody's going to. And then you're like, okay, well, fuck it. Now I'm going to make reels. And, mm -hmm. and so now, and I believe you have a TikTok too, I think. Um, I do. And so, like, all of that together is in with the Patreon on top of that. So, like, you've adapted better than a lot of people can. And also having, like, so having, a, like, you being able to have the talent and then having the support system to do it, I'm sure was kind of, like, a, it, almost, it almost, like, took a little bit of the weight off your shoulders. Yeah, and I think Hubs can agree, like, it's been an adjustment because I'll start a project. Like, I have the Meeting of the Minds comics, and then I did the first animation, like, two weeks ago. But I get so focused on something and now I don't have other commitments like a day job or if he's working I don't feel like I need to make dinner and I stayed up for 27 hours just animating I couldn't sleep I just I wanted to do it and he came home at like 2 a.m why are you still up I'm focused I'll be in bed soon then he went to sleep yeah then, she was up when I got back from the last night yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was just like holy shit yeah it was it was pretty crazy so it's, it's great, but like you said, with Instagram trashing its own platform, you yeah, kind of have to make a lateral move and make sure I'm still being seen by the people that followed me in the first place. So it, it's good and bad. <laughs> so how, could, how can someone, because like there, so you have the people like we'll take like me. Um, if I don't see your content in a day, I go, I just go to the search engine, I type in R-E-D, and you pop up. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, everyone has, like, their favorites and, and things like that. And so, but for the people who, it's, it's kind of a lazier thing to do when you don't really want to do it, even though it takes five seconds to search somebody. How can someone make sure that they pop up in the algorithm? What are some steps people can take to do that? Right now, I'd say it's the hardest that it's ever been because everyone's competing to be TikTok. And TikTok... Whatever the hell they're doing, they, they got the algorithm so well honed in um, to what people like. So I guess finding the niche, and personally my niche, I've been looking at my analytics forever. It's like, okay, people do like the innuendo. They do like meeting of the minds. I've been trying to toy with like poking fun at religion because I used to be Christian, and I just think it's funny. <laughs> Um, but it doesn't do well and it's just once you find what people like about you as long as you're having fun doing it make sure you keep doing it consistently around the same time so me personally seven days a week between 9 a.m. and 12 p.m. there is a comic every day and um, people will come back if you engage with them so dedicating the first hour of your post be it YouTube, TikTok, whatever, um, ask a question and respond and open up a dialogue that's not just a heart emoji, you know? Yeah. So making those habits and sticking to it, it feels monotonous, but it really does bring in results. So um, for Hubs, like, so what was it like when you, because I've been meaning to ask, what was it like seeing yourself in a, in the comic for the first time. <laughs> for the first time. Um, I don't, I, the, the thing is, like, I remember, like, the, the first, her first forays into doing these things, um, and if, if, if you didn't know this, this was actually a, um, she had a New Year's resolution a few years ago that she just wanted to develop art, and she wanted to work on it, and what I, as, um, I, teach creative writing poetry mostly like in, in whenever I have the chance it's been a while for me but um, one of the things that you always tell people that really want to like get better in the creative process is you do it every day you do it religiously you make a habit out of it it's part of your life it's like the eating part of your life if you always have breakfast you're always going to create something 
good or bad, you make the good or the bad. You write it down. You, you do like honestly, and this is how you get better. And if you look at her first comics, if you look at like the the, the two dimensionality of it, if you look at like the voice bubbles and and um, and I don't want to say crude, but like there's a night and day difference between what she was doing then and and she's got chiaroscuro. She's got vanishing points. She's got no light and dark and shading. She's starting to animate she's grown and so she's accomplished her new year's resolution but she's actually you know doing something once she's showing the world how funny she is there's a reason why i married this woman um she, oh, she's hilarious oops. yeah i know <laughs> you didn't get the until later oh yeah, yeah. um Did that was my birthday present yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but no the, the that's the long way around the barn is is um like watching her like grow from this from just doing a, a project to actually going, oh, wait, okay, hold on a second. Because she did her research, man. Like, this girl does her homework. She looked at the people. She found out what you need to do. She, like, looked at all, how to get big on Instagram. Like, even though it was, like, a, a cliche thing that gets clicks, she found out, okay, look, everyone's on a shitter and probably on an Instagram at 8.30 in the morning. She knows this. She, I mean, she really does know this. So That's if you're producing the same content every day at the exact same time, She's getting someone on the shitter thumbing through the, the the next thing on her Instagram. And all of a sudden, if she's there every single time, and people like, you know, she got lucky enough, like George Takei featured her on, oh, on you know, and then uh, Lazy Panda or Bored Panda. Panda. Um, Bored Panda, like, featured her. Then also, like, the, all these, like, um, you know, BuzzFeed articles, like, were going around her. And these are just people that are looking for clicks. They're just looking for people who are already doing their own thing and they're using her work. But it helped promote her. And, like, so she kept on just doing the exact same thing, and it just started blowing up, and she was able to, like, holy. And she didn't do the Patreon thing until, like, maybe a couple of years later. But, like, now she was able, hey, like, if you want me to keep doing this and, like, work on it, here's what we need to do. And then, and she doesn't ask for fifteen, thirty, eight hundred dollars $100, you know, like, well, I mean, she does. <laughs> but, well, yeah, like, the sugar daddy thing, I, I think, it. like, all she does is call you daddy <laughs> if you do that Patreon. But, I mean. Literally, like, $1 and $2 contributions are pretty much the vast majority of how she's able to make a living out of this. Yeah. I don't know. Like, as a husband and a partner to, to her, to, to, and I know I'm going really long, long-winded long on this. Like, you know, when you take the vow of, like, the, the better or worse, like, you in your head when you're making that vow, you're always thinking about, holy shit, okay, well, she's sick. What happens if we, like, fight a lot, if I get cheated on? Like, you're, like, you're thinking about that. You never think about the better part. Here's the better part. She's she's doing her dream, and that's just freaking cool. It's it's funny. It's not funny, haha. But it's 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 true for me. Like with my wife, like my wife's not working right now because she's in school. And with when COVID hit, that was the biggest thing. And she was just like, I don't know when I can go back. And I said, Well, do we have enough money in our savings and what I bring in to like so you can go to school and I work and you don't have to work? And she was like, Yeah. I said, Okay, then let's let's just go with it. Um, I'm currently out on um, workman's comp because I fucked my back up at work. And my therapist said to me, write like it's your job. So that's all I've been doing. And Mm -hmm. my wife's support for me as a writer, as a podcaster, and stuff like that has always been top tier. Like like you say, for better or for worse, you always think about the worst, but you never really think about the better. And my wife is my biggest supporter. Like she's always, always, always there to be like, hey, how about this and how about that? And sometimes it gets, and I'll be honest, sometimes it's frustrating when she says something to me and I'm like, fuck, why didn't I think about that? Like, <laughs> and, and um, but it's also cool because I have somebody who can think outside of the box. So like when I'm writing a comic book article and I'm writing it from a comic book per, uh, person's perspective, she can give it to me from a fan of the shows and the movies, but not someone who's going to dig so deep into the pages. So that helps me a lot. And when I make memes or podcasts or anything, and I go, hey, should I say this? And she's like, no, 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 do not say that. Or like, oh, hey, you should discuss this and ask people how they stuff about that. Like the uh, <laughs> the upcoming segment that I have for you guys, um, she helped with the questions. So it's it's great when you, when, um, it's also kind of great when you, go, when you think more of the bad sometimes, only because when the good times come, you're just like, wow, this is why I married This is part of that vow, yeah. Yes, and it's, it's. I think it's. I think it's maybe it's just a human thing or just um, a mental health thing. Like I, like I'm always, um, 
like I've done I've delved deep into hopelessness and I still have depression and all that. But mm-hmm. like so when I see the good it's like snaps me right, right back. It's like I sleep next to a woman and I live with a woman who's going to always be there for me. And for you two you have like that same like vibe to you. Yeah. And Gary. And, oh and yeah, Gary. of course and Gary. <laughs> and Gary. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um Gary, for those of you who don't know, Gary is a uh, green anamorphic <laughs> butt plug. <laughs> He's my bro. <laughs> who, um... I actually have him on my desk. <laughs> I was mad the when I was there. The clean version. There was a slide, <laughs> yeah. The clean version. <laughs> but I love... It is washable. Yes. <laughs> but can I tell you how much I love, like, the freedom... That's another thing I want to talk about, is, like, the freedom of your comic book. Because um, it isn't just... Because um, it... it it goes over various topics. It's um, freedom of sexuality, um, being a woman, being a, being married. Uh, you get deep into like the meaning of the minds, which is goofy, but then it's also you really diving back deep into the person you were when you were, I think it's like 12, 15, 18, 23 or something like that, up until yeah. now. And so like that's cool. But um, you do also have like your, your more serious posts when the anniversary, I believe, of your sister comes up and, like, you do this, like, really beautiful portrait of, um, I think it's, like, it's, like, four different pictures. Like, one of them's, like, an angel. And I was, like, oh, my God. Like, this is... Cause it's, so it's not just all goofs. There's also a lot of deepness within your, um, your Instagram pictures. Well, thank you. And I think that's kind of what kept the comic going. Um, because, you know, posting every day. The first year was literally new comics seven days a week. Now I give myself some grace of like repost or redrawing, but I told myself, I want to do whatever the fuck that makes me laugh or what I'm feeling. So it's not always going to be goofy because to lie and say I'm happy all the time is bullshit. But then I get a little insecure. I'm like, when Hubs was in the hospital, I was a wreck. Um, And I still wanted to put something out creatively because it does help, but at the same time, it's not going to be all roses and sunshine because we didn't know what was going to happen. So it's nice. It's nice to just be open and free, but part of me is like, am I sharing too much? (laughs) For those that don't know, um, the day I was in the hospital intubated and unconscious for a number of days, uh, uh, in, in the hospital and the, the, the doctor gave her a phone call uh, and they, they told me when I went under that, I, that there's, there's not a lot of hope they've seen people with better out, mm-hmm. outlooks not make it and then they were, the day that they made her a phone call to her I think they said I had a 15% chance of waking up and that chance declines every day so prepare for making end of life preparations for, for your husband. <laughs> and that was the day that I, and then they gave her an iPad and everything to my unconscious body. And I think when the batteries went out was when I woke up, mm-hmm. uh, that we FaceTime, she FaceTimed my unconscious self <laughs> and basically yelled at me, I think for three hours for me to wake up. I and talked I, to him about Philip DeFranco, a YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> I do watch all the time. I'm like, Philip uh, DeFranco is not putting out like, shit lately. Did he say beautiful bastards? <laughs> Philip DeBringo is not bringing his A game during my crisis. Your crisis, yeah. our crisis. Sure. Oh God, that's funny. Um, it, but again, my wife, we um, when I had my surgery, I woke up apparently still high off the anesthesia. It made the nurse face on my wife, and then she goes, "Yeah, she goes, yeah, we have a very codependent relationship. It's okay." But it's, I but I get it though. And like, and it's a scary time, and like, it's a testament to. Whether you want to believe it's love or energy or if you believe in God, whatever, but like just the fact that like you did have less of a chance and like you know it could be just that love and that determination to get back to that person that you know, woke you up, you know what I mean? Or, yeah. or mm-hmm. just like the will to live is something that uh, yeah, that was kind of weird. Unless you're a Star Wars character, then like you know, there's nothing you can do. Right? <laughs> just force ghosted. Yeah, I'm force ghosted. <laughs> you, you you really just jumped into bed with it. First stranger you found, didn't you? <laughs> I'm healing. <them. laughs> Use the force. I need Whatever. To, it's strong with this one. <laughs> I'm just picturing you like just standing over the bed like force ghosting, just, just judging her. Yeah. <laughs> Did, 
Why on my <laughs> side of the bed? <laughs> or do not. There is no try. <laughs> I, He's only fake choking you. <laughs> oh, God. That, was that a robot chicken sketch? Oh, no, forced, yeah. <laughs> forced choker from the ghost. I don't even know why I'm thinking of this stupid stuff. Oh, my God, but that would be so great. Like My forced ghost haunting my dead. My wife has a dead. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so, just through the mundane shit. Yeah. But okay, so all right, this is just where my mind went. So, <laughs> um I'm just picturing like being dead and my wife's trying to get off and she's like, force choke me. She's like, she's like force, force choke me, Wade, force choke me. <laughs> and I'm like okay. I know she's thinking of a comic right now about this. She is. I already know she's her brain's turning. Oh. If you see something like this in the future, yeah, within the next three days. Oh god, like that! I love that's pretty much how they all start. Is us goofing off like this and just completely imagining like a totally unrealistic situation. Mm-hmm. Like, what if my force goes choke you while some other kid who's like banging you from behind? I'm thinking about like being double teamed. <laughs> This episode is going to be called Force Choke Me Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, that is my fault. Like, the... all right, you know, fuck it. We're here, so I'm just going to go there. <laughs> Let's do it. So, the randomness that I think about when I read a comic book, like, there are certain, there are certain characters that I'm like, all right, you're either going to be really good in bed or you're going to be really fucking bad. <laughs> and, and so, like, so, okay. Perfect example. The multiple man. I always wondered whether or not he would create a duplicate of himself to have sex. And oh, like Dr. Manhattan did in Watchmen? Yes, and apparently he did it. Like, on his honeymoon. Like, he was laying in bed, <laughs> the duplicate was like, you're going to start without me? I was like, oh shit, we went there with it, okay. <laughs> and then I wondered... Does he get jealous? Yes, that's the other thing. So, and then, like, imagine you're having sex, right? And impact makes another you. And said person goes so hard, like they back it up too hard, and it creates another yeah. one of you. <laughs> right. Oh, and then... And then it's a gravy train. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Phrasing. Uh, <laughs> or you get like... And, like I, and this is going to sound weird. I think Spider-Man's a freak. There's no way he keeps the women that he does without... With, if he was bad in bed. And I just think yeah. oh, yeah. he's probably fucking on the walls. He's got extra strength. Like he's picking, mm. he's making web sex, uh, sex swings and shit like that. It's creativity, man. Like he's probably the most creative superhero as far as just like his improvisation skills. I think that's gonna go pretty far in the bedroom. Oh, absolutely. He's into role play. That dude can sew. Yeah. Like he makes his own like nurse's outfit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I, have you seen No Way Home? I'm sure you have. Oh yeah. Uh, I really, I know it's kind of, most people said it was crude, but when they took a moment to talk about Tobey Maguire being able to make his own uh, web, and does it come out of anywhere else? I'm like, yes, that's what we wanted to know. We all, we all <laughs> yeah. thought it. <laughs> yeah. Well, every one of us, like, there was, um, what was it? There was a similar situation with Cyclops where he said he wondered if he lost his eyes with his optic blasts come from somewhere else. And I was, I was like, did they shoot on your ass? Like, like a, like a pelvic thrust. So again, he's, got, he's got a ruby condom <laughs> with like a trap door on it, <laughs> or or like or like his frat boy like put like a needle mark through it. Oh, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> so eventually, break. oh my God, Wolverine would do that. He would just sit there. <laughs> exactly. He would snicks right through the very tip, and then yeah, basically on a on, on a date with Jean Grey, everything just goes awry. <laughs> Oh my god, um, did you know, and I don't know if you're still reading comic, like the newer comic books, but Jean Grey, Cyclops, and Wolverine are in a throuple? Really? Oh. No, I haven't. So Jeez. It's about time, is what I'd say. Yeah, so after they gained, like, they have their own mutant nation, and a lot of them have given up the human social norms. And in the very first issue, like, Cyclops and um, Gene are there. Wolverine's got his arms around them both. And I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. Like, you know, they're happy. But then it's like, 
all of the all of Cyclops' relatives live with them, but Wolverine also lives with them. And I'm like, huh, okay. And then the next issue, uh, Wolverine says, uh, genie in a bikini, and then Cyclops goes, Scott in a Speedo, and he goes, well, I can't pass that up. And I'm laughing because they're hinting towards it. And then there's another, another couple of issues where Wolverine and Genie just flat out making out. And I'm like, oh, so this is a thing now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not even explaining it. It's just like full on, you figure it out kind of like reading. Exactly. It's so good though. Like, because again, oh, like, dude, that's actually pretty intriguing. Yeah. Like they've gotten over like just all these social norms. They have three laws. It's kill no man because they can resurrect themselves. So you kill a mutant, no big deal. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, respect the that respect the sacred land, which is Krakoa, which they live off of. And the third one is make more mutants. Oh, <laughs> can get behind that? Very important third law. Yeah, and it was funny, <laughs> and it was Nightcrawler who came up with that. I'm like, dude, Nightcrawler <laughs> would. Yeah, it's, it's, it's super fucking cool. He's another one who's probably, but like, mm-hmm. you would be selfish in He's got a rapier, man, <laughs> and a tail. <laughs> like, would, would, a, would a furry, would like a blue furry penis feel weird? Like, does it feel weird? <laughs> I'm imagining, That's like, beast. it would be a dog's, like, lipstick <laughs> situation. <laughs> I figured that's what a beast dick would look like. It would just be. <laughs> <laughs> like, every now and then, our Yorkie, Charlie, gets gets that way. It's just like, no, no, you know, I can't yeah. look at it. Charlie's, yeah, my crawler. Yeah, my, our dog is... Swashbuckling Yorkie. Swashbuckling Yorkie. So, I have... I want to end this. I didn't want to keep you guys too long, and I got I got to get ready for physical therapy and whatnot. But I do have a bit of a fun game. It's 11 questions, and take your time explaining your answers when you want to. But um, mm-hmm. let's start with this. Which Disney princess is the worst in bed? Sleeping Beauty because she's a starfish. I'll give that to her. <laughs> so do you think even after, like, well, we've seen Shrek, so I guess. There you yeah. Go. There you go. Uh, um, are there any Disney villains that were actually right? Ursula. That seems to be the most common answer my wife said. She came up with this question and she was like, Ursula was definitely right. Yeah, I mean, she died because she got out, because she outsmarted them. <laughs> I mean, like, she literally won. Dr. Facilier, <laughs> like, uh, from Princess and the Frog, he doesn't like that movie. I think it does think a good job. Fine. I think But fine. he's talking about social constructs and how the white are oppressing the black community. I because it animates you. <laughs> oh, it makes me so mad, because the dude is right. Sure, you don't go turning people into frogs, and you don't step on little lightning <laughs> bugs, but... <laughs> He faces inequality. I, I, I would be pissed too. I also yeah. want to say that the the prince in that movie was just the fucking worst. <laughs> like, yeah, he wasn't great. Like it's oh okay now you just you don't want to fuck her. You like her now you're a nice guy. Yeah, he wasn't great. Would it have been better if it was the prince and the frog? <laughs> just two men. <laughs> I mean, I could actually see that though. Well, Disney keeps putting out their first gay character, like, every movie. Now. Every movie. There's just, like, a little more innuendo. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Gaston and um, Jafar were the first dis- gay Disney characters. Ursula was straight up based on, um, what's oh, her name? Shit. Yes, you're right. And, uh, Madame Divine. Or, uh, yeah, Divine. Divine Brown. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but they, I, I want to see a, I want to see an all-gay um, Disney love, um, <clears throat> and all, like a, a gay Disney love story, so fucking bad. Just for a couple reasons: one, equality is absolutely important. You need to see people who look right. and act and feel like you. And two, <clears throat> just to piss people off. Oh yeah, to a period. Yeah, but the thing is, just like the moral majority, if half this country. Every time that I want to like get involved in some sort of like debate, like I totally disengage myself with Facebook. You got to remember, half the country belongs to the other side, and it's a it's a big half. And you're only—I mean, I don't think that they'll ever have uh, like a full on like. I mean, maybe within our lifetimes there will be, but I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. No. I think like the 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 grab around the waist in uh, Luca was probably as strong of an innuendo as they're probably going to be doing. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. You know, like I mean, even then it was like so mild and and. There was like, a lesbian kiss in Star Wars, uh, like way in the back. Uh, it was the last movie. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't like a focal point. You know what I mean? That's but I, they're not. They're never gonna be. It's money, dude. That's all I care about is money. Take it from people in California that used to get Disney passes and like and throw gargantuan amounts of money at these passes, and then when you get these notifications that if you don't show up on a reservation that you've already paid for, they charge you a hundred bucks. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, come on. It's about money. Like, they're, they're never going to starve themselves from getting more money. And that's just, you're, you're alienated half and half of the country when you, when you make a decision like that. I think the real question is, is, is Gaston a top or a bottom? Cause he's all show, but I, I think he's the bottom. bottom. There's no, there's no way. Oh, definitely a bottom. Power bottom. I don't even think power bottom. I think he's just a bottom. Like, I, think <laughs> no. he, I think he, like, all the, the the bluster and chest and eating 400 eggs and all the other shit. Like, oh, yeah. my food is my exactly. live action. Yeah. It's, yeah. I there we go. <laughs> now I'm going to need to put that on a playlist because I will literally walk up. <laughs> my wife came in one day and I was singing the live action version of Gaston. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, full on it's bad a good opera. ass song. It really is. But like full on bad opera, like, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> she just looked at it, shook her head and walked away. Yeah. Um, which Disney princess is most likely to be in an open relationship? Snow White. <laughs> Someone said <Dwarves>. Seven Dwarves, man. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, I, I, hmm. I don't think. I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going gut reactions. Uh, fuck Mary Kill, Princess Leia, Han Solo, and Rey. Kill Han Solo. Uh, the, the whole I know that still pisses me off. Like I don't care that it's a part of his character. You're a dick. Go die. Um, Mary. <laughs> Mary Ray. Out of pity, everyone wants to fuck Leia. Um, I'd marry Leia. Um, I'd kill Ray, and I'd marry Han. Or, you know, I'd, such I'd, a gambler response. Yeah, no, like honestly, Ray, Ray did not. Um, her like that. That was her romance with Kylo was as much of a surprise to me at the like when they kissed. It made no sense. There was nothing driving them towards romance. There was no predicating need for them to, like, have... There's no kindred. Like, they didn't share any experience other than something that was forced on them. And, honestly, it, it just... It was just so contrived and stupid. I, I hate the prequels. Or I hate the sequels. <laughs> Which leads me to the next question. What is the worst moment in Star Wars history? Ooh. Jar Jar Binks. Oh, God. Just existing. Yeah. <laughs> mm. The worst moment, I don't know. Like, my biggest problem, like, in all of them, is just, like, there's no protagonist in episode one. I think that, like, I, that, that the decision to not have a protagonist completely confuses, like, the hero arc. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? I, and the, there, there's just no one driving the plot forward. No one. It's funny. I went back and watched. So I went back, and I'd never seen the Twilight movies, but I went back and watched one through four. And laughed hysterically at how bad they were, except for the third one, which was the biggest waste of space I've ever, biggest waste of film I've ever seen in my life. I went and I watched all four of those in a night. I went back to try to watch episode one a week later, got about an hour in and said, wow, I'm not doing this. Mm. Like it was, I forgot how bad it was. And I was like, yep, I'm not doing this. I don't care about pod racing. I just fast forwarded to the, the, Mm. um, the, uh, fight scene with, Man, I can't remember his name. Um, Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Thank you. And yeah. they just cut it back off. I was like, all right, I'll go to episode two another day. But I, it, that movie was just so bad. Like, it, I would rather watch Twilight than watch episode one. Yeah, it's a just a slow kidnapping. That's the entire movie is a slow kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh god, I gotta write that down too. <laughs> Star Wars is a slow kidnapping. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Maybe the worst moment was when Qui Gon told Anakin to go to get down when Darth Maul was beheaded him. <laughs> I think it would have just saved a lot of just it would have saved nine more hours of just bad movies. Oh God, that's funny. <laughs> Fuck, I'm really gonna have to go back and watch this dumbass movie. Uh, which <laughs> fictional character would you would your spouse leave you for? 
Dude, she's uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, God, in a heartbeat. Dude, no question. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's true. He was my sexual awakening. Like, on that ship, boop. Yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, the one, she, she made a comic of it, actually, if, if, uh, if you've delved dealt deep enough on the uh, Inside Out. Oh. Um, she had an Inside Out thing where disgust and joy ended up making out and hitting the button. And that was the moment where she saw Jack Sparrow for the first time on TV. Then I changed it to Dr. <laughs> oh, uh, Dr. Yeah. Uh, Tim Curry. Yes. <laughs> Who would you leave me for? Who would I leave me for? You would leave me for Leia. Perfection? Or, no. Uh, no. Who? I don't know. I am pretty fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'd leave you for you. <laughs> I'm so humble. <laughs> I think you could leave me for a I don't know. I, I, I have, I'm more of like a cerebral, like a Virginia Woolf. <laughs> it's just, it's sort She's of like one of those. Starfish. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know, honestly. I, I don't I think I have any fictional character that I'm like, yeah, I'd fuck that. I have so many. I wish I could say that, yeah. She, she's got a hundred. I've got a list. Right yeah, she's got, yeah. It's like, I mean, she was even like hot on. Um, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Yep, I fucked that guy too. What, yeah, I when you all emaciated. You fucked that laughter out of him. Yeah, I put society <laughs> back together. I feel like I feel like he had a knock knock joke for him. <laughs> I feel like he wouldn't. He feel he seems like someone who would see titties and then just come. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like he just just wouldn't. That would just be it. Like, like he just well, he contrived this 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 long term like seduction of the neighbor in his head. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. You know I mean? never he didn't mind. have like a like. We don't know what happened to the kid, and that bugs me a lot. So no, never mind. He's off the list. <laughs> and he was until that scene. Yep. Until then, it's like, oh, you murdered a child well, at best. <laughs> Um, da, 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 I think, is that it? Is that all the questions I had? That's 11? Not maybe, hold on. Oh, which Disney character had the biggest come up? Hmm. Combo? Come up. Come up. What does that mean? Like, like who, oh, like, like, went from zero to hero, so to speak. Oh, okay. Sheesh. Hmm. Or, like, just like, oh, hey, I was poor as hell, and now I'm this. I say Aladdin. Oh. Uh, Oh, like the, the, or was it the monolith narrative? Yeah, uh, from That's the zero to hero? Good question. I, I, and the most literal is like Hercules. Yeah. Mm. They have a song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I go Aladdin. No one, I don't think anybody had a better. Yeah. He did fake it until he made it. Yeah. Like he's the literal definition of faking it until you're making it. Yeah, and then he actually gave the third wish away too, which is pretty much like as altruistic as you can get. I think Belle, she kind of she swooned her way in. Yeah, she was just being herself. That's but with But now know. she's rich. <laughs> <laughs> she's herself and rich. Yeah, yeah with, with a lot of books. No, I was gonna say with hundreds of books. Yeah, a bibliophile. Or even Lilo and Stitch, because you just. You get an ugly ass dog, but now you are in the center of like this intergalactic society. Mm. I don't know. I think almost all of them can be. I, I think Aladdin. Aladdin, yeah. But I hate agreeing, you know, without offering any kind of creative response to it, though. Uh, what two Marvel Comics characters would you like to have their dudes leave? Ooh. Tom Holland's. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm mean, 25, so. Uh, uh, news leak? As in, like. Nudes. Oh, nudes. Yeah. <laughs> I, Nikki I, Pitt. I'm, yeah, going, I'm going Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I think the way that Todd McFarlane made Mary Jane kind of like completely reformed my. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, it was like completely unrealistic, but I mean, it sort of like paved the way for like the way that Jim Lee sort of. You know, made made women like a lot, just more exaggerated and everything, which I think kids, you know, thirteen year old kids at the time loved it. But yeah, talking for Mary Jane would probably be the one, and then uh, yeah, probably Peter, just because <laughs> I say Storm because oh, she's God. hot, but then also Two Face because honestly, if his dick is fucked up, <laughs> <laughs> literally half of it. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> it's just one ball is giant. <laughs> it is. It's like is half. Is that half numb? Yeah. <laughs> and like, and if it's numb, does that mean you can go longer because the sensation's not really there? Or? Exactly. Yeah, he's got stamina. Or is it a different texture? Mm. You know. Like, is it a Deadpool dick? <laughs> See, yeah, that's it's more of curiosity, not necessarily not necessarily for sexiness. Hmm. I just, I'm just now I'm picturing like a, like a, a Gotham villains bikini cover, and he just kind of. <laughs> in like an that attack. would be badass, actually. Like yeah, he, like he pulls Bane. Up underwear down. Yeah, Bane bikini. Yeah. <laughs> Bane in like a slave suit. Oh my god. Oh, Bane is definitely a a, a, a sub. There's no way Bane doesn't have like a have like a collar with a yeah. chain on the back of it. And, <laughs> Like him and him and Batman meet up. Like I don't think Batman would fuck Joker, but I really do think he'd fuck Bane. Oh yeah. Like there's there's no like I'm a Bane. yeah. No, I'm a Bane. yeah. I could, I could definitely see him fucking Bane, but not Joker. Joker is like the ex that you're still angry at. Like you don't want anything to do, but they live in your head. Yeah, like free. it's always gonna be that bitch. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like, <laughs> like I wish yeah, I could live in his head and run free. Yeah. I wish I could get with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, thank you both for doing this. This has been the Old Man Wade Show. Uh, Red Dot, tell everyone where they can find you. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, at the double underscore Red Dot. I also got a Patreon, and the links are on those profiles. Reddit, Facebook, just the Red Dot comic out of there. She's TikToking. Uh, yeah, I TikTok, too. I need to get more uh, followers than my sister, so... <laughs> yeah, her sister's, like, killing it. <laughs> she has 100,000, but she got a boyfriend, so I think I can catch up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's dropping off since she started, like, working yeah. her boyfriend on TikTok. He's a good guy, but uh, the under, double underscore red dot there, too. Okie dokie. Uh, for those who don't know, the Patreon is, is worth the money. I, I'm on there, and that's, I especially love the random uh, wallpaper. So... <laughs> Yeah, I need to come up. I I think I think I have an idea for this month, but if I don't want to invest time if I don't think people would use it because I use the wallpapers. Like if I don't use it, like I'm not going to make it. Uh, um, so that's important to me. Uh, I completely understand. And um, as always, uh, this has been the Old Man Wade Show. You can find the Old Man Wade Com on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on the Old Man Wade Show Facebook page where I'm just posting random goofy shit, mostly comic book stuff. Uh, and I have a TikTok, but I haven't really figured out how I want to use it yet, but it, it's there. <laughs> yeah. There's a niche right there for you, man. If, if I don't know, I'm going to start following you and just, you know, obviously offer the support, but um, there's definitely a niche on TikTok for, for someone that knows comics the way that you do. Mm -hmm. For sure. Uh, honestly, and, and having like an adult look at them, and, you know, and, and really unpack like the, the, the cool and creative nature of comics. There doesn't seem to be like any like real voice out there. For I don't know, I grew up with them, so I think I know what I'm gonna be doing. Better. Thank you very much for that. Um, <laughs> as always, be excellent to each other. Peace. Damn it, Wade.